In the wrestling world, the people are represented by two separate but unequally important groups. The wrestlers and bookers, who literally do all the hard work, and the fans, who endlessly nitpick and overanalyze everything they do. These are their stories. Warhorse and you need to shut your mouth, open your eyes, and clean out your ears, because it's time to listen to the Raw and Order Podcast. That's right, they're bringing you the best in all that meaty podcasty goodness in one, what is it, an hour, two, who cares, who gives a shit, you need to listen to it right now, or else Warhorse is gonna, I don't know, roll your ass! Welcome to Raw and Order, the wrestling booking unit, the only wrestling podcast on the planet with that specific Warhorse intro. That one right there. I am your host, Detective Mark Smart, and I am joined, as always, by my partner in crime fighting, District Attorney Vincent K. Fabe. What's going on, man? How are you? Um, we're also the only one that started it twice. That that specific. Well, I, I pressed start and it didn't start playing on my end. And so I wasn't sure it started playing. So I pressed it again and then it stopped. And then so I had to press it again to get it to start again. So you started it three times, but it only went twice. Yeah. It's weird. Anyways, uh, also joining us from up north, JLB. What's going hey! on, man? Hey, what up, what up, what up? Not much, not much, good sir. Same old week, different types of firings. Yeah, yeah. So we will talk all about that. We will talk all. In fact, I am sure that will be the bulk of our show, frankly. Yeah, um, well, I mean, it's time for our quarterly firings. <laughs> I guess. And here's the deal. is, I mean, the good news is we now have enough information. They've uh, fully established it now as, as a pattern, as a trend, where right before their quarterly earnings call, or the same time as their quarterly earnings call, uh, they will release dead weight in their minds, right? Um, yeah, dead weight. We'll use that. And and so this one had some some surprises. The last one didn't really have too many surprises except for Braun. Braun was the big surprise on the last one. Uh, Wasn't Bray on the last one? Uh, Bray, yeah, Bray would have been the last one as well. Those were the two big surprises. You're right. Oh, Bray, yeah. Uh, Back in August, but yeah. I don't know. Bronson and Reed so, was because he had just gotten the North American title. He he was a he was a bit of a surprise. He'd just gotten it, but had just lost it. Yeah. We expected him to be brought up to the main roster uh, at that point. You know, hey, he lost the the title. You know, now it's time for they're going to move him up. In fact, they, they had him do some dark match and naive. Uh, you know, wrestling fans that we were, we were like, "Oh, dark matches." Mean they're they're intrigued by it. No, no. Uh, what it what it meant, I, and I this will come into play with a discussion later. It meant that I'm ninety percent certain that that was like Vince McMahon saying, "You have one last chance to to uh, prove to me why to keep you around, and if you don't, you're going to be on the next round of firings." Um. So yeah, but yeah, the, this was the thing. J, JLB was just going on the air cheating on us <laughs> with his other podcast when uh, the releases oh. happened. 
it was all breaking out. And I'm like, I, I just told my fellow co-host there. And I'm like, guys, so did you hear about the firings that just happened? They were like, what? And then I'm like, yeah, there's these firings. And then we went live, like right then and there. And then I'm like, oh, wow. Okay. So they were completely flabbergasted, bamboozled by the whole scenario. And then I'm like, all right, kudos to Fightful for helping me out with that one. Yeah. Mr. Well, Rizzo. that's the deal. It was, it was Sean Ross Sapp of Fightful was live tweeting them one at a time. And yeah. so it was like, uh, uh, okay. And at first it was just, you know, it was like it started off and it was like some names from from NXT that I'm not familiar with. Obviously, they weren't getting used mm-hmm. very much. And they were like, okay, okay. And, and then it rolled through and. And then it starts getting to 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 more names. You're like, wait a second, like Ember Moon. I'm like, what? Wait okay, these, these are bigger names, you know. <laughs> yeah. Like, mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, and, and suddenly the, you're like, the, the first and last moment of sympathy. Well, I've had a moment of sympathy earlier this year for her, but I am going to give a moment of sympathy to one particular person who got hired this year. Was put in a major storyline this year and was fired this year. I do kind of feel bad for Ava Marie on this one, just a little. I, I don't. Uh, for for this yeah. reason, uh, I really suspicion that her her deal was originally like uh, a probationary deal. They're like, we're going to bring you back, we're going to put you in the storyline, but you know, understand you're. You're on some thin ice here. You know, you have to prove your value to us. Um, also, I mean, she she's at least been around the the uh the block in WWE long enough to kind of know how they they operate. And so for her, I yeah, she'll have a job in four years. Yeah. Um, well, and she I mean, her main income was influencer and fitness coach and all of that stuff anyway. So um but Apparently but like Scarlet. you know yeah Scar- scarlet scarlet probably yeah she's only got the the 30 day no compete cuz she was never officially called up to the main roster no. despite the fact that her fiance was is ember uh, a 30 day i don't know i haven't been able to confirm that one way or another um she i do know now. oni is a 90 day what oh really uh, why yep uh, he he's he actually went on on Twitter or someplace and and cleared it up when he got called up to 205 live uh because 205 live tours with Smackdown if oh. you're regularly on 205 live you sign a main roster contract so he has a 90 day uh, uh damn no well I mean he's got five, 90 days to shop for a job because he's still getting paid during those 90 days so. yep that's it um well and on top of it he you know, he wrestled on the indies. He's got the indie background. He'll be fine. You know, a, a lot of them here, uh, you know, I I can flat out say will probably be just fine. Uh, the, yeah. the, there's, there's one. Well, the I, only bummer part is ROH not being there anymore. Right? Yeah. ROH doesn't have, you know, isn't there. To, I mean, I don't know. May, maybe they're going to use this when they, and they're reworking. This this will play into the math for that if if that's what it comes down. You know what I mean? They said they're going to rework it and reevaluate and and plan on coming back in April. 
maybe that's going to be the math now that they're like, oh, look at all these extra stars that we can get. I mean, for here's the facts: if if you were not Tony Khan and had a full roster, but somebody else mm-hmm. who wanted to start a new company, yeah. shouldn't have so some like, time to do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So like, so like, looking here, you know, I, I was seeing the list, and it was like. Jeet Roma, I'm like, okay. Trey Baxter, uh, Zeta Ramir, okay. Then it was Jessica Jesse Kamea. I'm like, oh, they were really kind of using her for a bit. Then B Fab, and I'm like, they, didn't she just get she called just up to the main <laughs> roster? Yeah, made no sense. Hit yeah, row. um, well, the hit row is, is um, dudes. and they were quick too because factions can't yeah, have both. Well, teams. no, the deal is it was dudes, yeah, apparently not. Um, but she was also in their intro theme, and they were quick because this was Thursday night when all of this happened, and Friday by SmackDown, Friday. Hit Row's intro no longer had uh, her intro beef in it at all. Like because she sang on the intro, and it's just they like edit her out. Um, and then you have Oni Lorcan, and then Ember Moon was kind of the next. Oh, what? Um, and yeah, we. We don't know. She may have still a main roster 90-day no-compete. She may. We don't know. Um, Here's the one that I probably actually feel kind of the most sorry for. And that's uh, Frankie Monet, K.A. Taya Valkyrie. Uh, Because she signed this year and never got six matches. Six matches in WWE after signing. Um, Wow. And then... And then like, I didn't realize it's that I, little. Yeah. And and the simple fact is, I know she signed with WWE because A, she was hoping to to uh uh you know further her career, but B, her husband was there, and the the hope was eventually they could both be on the same show and, and travel together and yes, all of that stuff. And so um uh, she's gonna be fine though. She's gonna land either back in impact or uh, yep. maybe AEW. I mean, she'll be fine once her... And she's going to just have the 30-day no-compete. Uh, Scarlet Bordeaux, we mentioned, uh, who will just have the 30-day no-compete. Uh, Lindsay Dorado and Grand Metalik, uh, who, frankly, we were a little surprised survived the previous rounds of, of cuts anyway. Um, and I know, I want to say it was Grand Metalik had asked for his release a while ago, mm-hmm. so he's not crying over it. Uh, no, I mean there, there, there could be a new Lucha House party somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Well, he, he can go uh, join Kalisto and and. Uh, it's not Kalisto. Uh, it's fly bird fly guy. <laughs> uh, actually, the fun fact: he actually wrestled this week on AEW Rampage on Rampage. Yeah, on Rampage. whatever. The, Rampage. Yeah, I thought it was yeah, Dynamite. It was Dynamite. It was, was it Dynamite? Week, okay. Yeah, I think no. No, yeah, I'm this, pretty sure it was, it was this week. It was, okay, yeah, it was, it was this week on uh, Dynamite. It was against uh, 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 F- FTR. FTR. Yep. Yep. Anyways, um, I just can't remember what his name was. Yeah, El was, Samurai. Yeah, Diablo El he, Fuego uh, or something. Samurai. Samurai Scorpio. Or something like that. It's Fuego. It's Samurai um, Fuego. El Fuego or something. Or no, Samurai Samurai del Sol. Samurai of the Sun. That's why it took me a while. Samurai. <laughs> um, Harry Smith, who uh, you know, just recently also was signed, just signed and tried yeah. out, you know, but 
but hadn't been being used. So it's not really a big surprise there. Mia Yim, who sat backstage for, for so long after the whole retribution thing and hasn't been used. Um, and her man, Keith Lee, that was the other, like the other what? of the big, what Keith Lee. Um, Cross and Keith Lee were both like, uh, yeah. Yep. And to and fire then, both couples. Oh, th- th- this is flat out. I should be firing my writers, but I'm the one who mm-hmm. fucks them over. So, right. yeah. I mean, if you have Karrion Cross and Keith Lee on your roster and you can't make it work, then that's that's a you problem, not a them problem. <laughs> yeah, um, uh, and yeah, like I said, Karrion Cross. And then the final one, and this was probably in many ways the most surprising one, really. And and it's mostly because I just kind of figured she was going to be a lifer, and that's Nia Jax. I really right? thought, like, like is this them signing off on the Rock coming back for for promos? I don't think it has anything to do with that. Oh, I mean, he, whether the Rock got the job via his, his endorsement. Yeah, but I mean, I just don't get why it took them so long to fire her. Because she's been injuring people since no, but she's been injuring because people because of like, the Rock. She, you but, remember, remember WrestleMania two years ago, she showed up on the red carpet for WrestleMania with her aunt, the Rock's right. mother. Right. 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 She is really close to the Rock family, the, the Johnson family. Um, that that's her thing. And so keep the Rock happy by keeping her around. Right. So so Fabe has uh, legitimately a point. Is this WWE finally saying, hey, listen. We're we're done doing this to keep the Rock happy. Either he's going to come work for us or he's not. I still maintain that I do not think we will ever see the Rock wrestle a full match again. Yeah, I don't think we'll see him right. wrestle. But the value of his of his promo is yeah. worth it. You know, I I I would not be surprised. And this is the only way I want to see Tony Khan do this. I don't want to see the Rock wrestle. I don't even want to see him in the ring cutting a promo. I just want to see him cut one promo, sitting on his couch, watching wrestling. <laughs> well, now that that's over, let's see if I can find another wrestling show. Oh, mm-hmm. oh here's, uh, wow. Oh, this is good wrestling. And just <laughs> leave it at that. I. <laughs> What's this called? AEW? <laughs> Great, I'll watch this. Is there any uh, Samoans in AEWs? No. Uh, that are, I guess, are related to at, at the moment, NOI none from family. the NOI family, NOI line. Um, not, I mean, because you know, you've got Jacob Fatu in MLW, right? Um, and then the um, Gorillas of Destiny are in New Japan, and they're from that line, but they're Bullet Club, so there's a lot of reports and rumors that we're going to see some some bullet club mm-hmm. you know invasion at some point with grills of destiny so right who knows okay i just i i think that if it's if it's 10 12 or 15 20 100,000 dollars having the rock cut one promo that says oh oh there's good wrestling on what's this yeah, called i <laughs> i suspicion I don't that think the rock would do that yeah i suspicion that the rock is he doesn't need a hundred thousand dollars. I don't. I, here's the. I. I one hundred percent think The Rock would do it for the right amount of money. 
in that really? respect because he's okay. a businessman. However, I think it's not about the money for him because I I feel like he at least in his heart feels he owes Vince McMahon because Vince was the one who gave him the shot uh when he was poor and had failed at football. That's and it. and all of this stuff he came down and Vince said, "We'll give you a shot." And he would not be where he is today if it were not for that shot from Vince. So I do feel like he probably is is going to do it out of a loyalty thing. Like, he's a businessman, and if the dollars were right, he'd think about it. But I think in the end... Uh, but that's why I think his respect and loyalty would outdo the business... I'll pay you a million dollars to do this thing. I, I think his loyalty would outdo any kind of price. Now, now that's here's the other thing. Reaches, though. So yeah. Here, here's the other side of the coin though. Uh, he is also a businessman and every businessman eventually has a price. Calm right? down million dollar man. Um, it, it, it might be more than a million. It, it, it might, it might be, it might be 2 million. It might be 10 million. It might be 20 million. But eventually, well, there's a price. <laughs> yeah. eventually, if there are enough especially, zeros on that check, especially might. when you get this fucktart UFC fighter, Colby. Uh, I literally had to look up who the fuck he was. So, well, no, he's he's a pretty pretty solid MMA fighter. He, I, against Usman, he was pretty badass. I'm not gonna knock off on his MMA stuff. I, um, I am. I'm I'm flat out saying I did not. I had never heard that name before. Right, and I don't like. I don't watch it religiously or anything like that. But mm-hmm. if you say Nate Diaz, I go. I know Nate Diaz. Right. Right. For uh, sure. You know, if you say a name for of one of the big guys, I usually know it. Right. And this name come across, and I'm like, fuck, I, this, he deserved that shirt. Who the fuck is this? Uh, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, I, I, I don't know. I, and I think it's more because he's salty from the Ameri- him getting kicked out of American mm-hmm. Top Team. I'm sure that plays into w- it. WWE Bull Bananas. I'm but- sure he also knows that it, it's... it's uh, here's the, would we be talking about him right now if he hadn't said that? No, exactly exactly he is he is being he's being the businessman that you kind of have to be to be a successful ufc fighter nowadays right right you have to be this businessman who can advocate and advertise themselves build them promote themselves and that's what he's doing he's like listen someone asked me about AEW. i know that if I give an answer, yeah, I'd think about going to AEW, that'll get me a little bit of publicity. But if instead I tie it into WWE and I make it controversial, suddenly I'll have a lot of publicity out of it. Right. And that's exactly what happened, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, that's people were talking about it. <laughs> so. Uh, but yeah, so all told, if I'm correct, I saw a thing that means 71 total uh, wrestlers released in the last two years. Yeah, uh, like that. that crazy or 71 list total. Did 71 total wild. people. It might not have all been wrestlers. Anyways, but yeah, it's a crazy and, list. And keep in mind, some of these are expirations. Brian Danielson's an expiration. Adam Cole, I, that's not counted on this list. This list is specifically oh. releases, right? 
Uh, So so people who were still under contract and let go. Um, And And oh, man, if I'm going to also if I'm going to give a a little crime, it's going to be to these WWE smarks or marks or whatever you want to call them. Oh, but every business has this. Every business needs to let go of the dead weight and do, 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 do. And like, Oh my God, guys enough. Like, it's just, I, I I don't know why I'm surprised, but it's just like, I get what you're saying. Here's the deal. That, That argument falls apart. As soon as you put in the list, Nia Jax, Keith Lee, Karrion Cross, um, the people, Ember Moon, people who weren't dead weight. Those Keith weren't Lee. dead weight at yeah. all. Yeah. Know. I, most of those were legitimately within major storylines within the last two to three yeah, months. But right? They were really going hard on the budget cut scenario. It's like, oh, but yeah. they're the biggest stars, and they you, needed budget cuts. You go cuts, back to the like, previous round of releases, right? You have Braun mm-hmm. Strowman, you had Buddy Murphy. Uh, right. Alistair Black, Ruby Ooh. Riot. Ooh. <laughs> well, now Malachi Ruby, Black Ruby, and Ruby, Ruby Soho. Uh, but I'm just I'm I'm listing their names as they appeared on the release form. Andrade. These were all people who were in major storylines. That doesn't. That's not dead weight, right? It, if the list exclusively said, "Oh, it's uh, Jesse Kamea, Zayda Ramirez." Trey Baxter, Katrina Cortez, Jeet Roma, you know, I'd be like, okay, those those are dead weight. If it was Tyler Breeze and Fandango, you know, I could say, oh, maybe maybe you consider those dead weight. Velveteen Dream was dead weight. Sadly, Bobby Fish without Undisputed Era. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I don't I mean, necessarily. It's, it's, there's a reasonable argument there. There's yeah. not uh, for Keith. Ari Sterling, Kona Reeves, who'd been injured for the last year. Zachariah Smith, Asher Hale. These are all, I'm like, okay, yeah, these are, these are, you can argue that they're dead weight, but then you see Bray Wyatt in there. Well, that's definitely not dead weight. Right. You see yeah. Billy Kay and Peyton Royce, who were legitimately tag team champions. And no, that's Andrade. Well, that's not Samoa Joe. He did eventually get signed back, but that's not dead weight. You know, this isn't them releasing dead weight. This is them releasing live weight. Right. This is them cutting off their nose because they don't like it the way it looks. Well, now you got no <laughs> nose. Um, Too soon, but maybe just a bit, just a bit, just maybe a year away, maybe in a year from now. <laughs> Anyways, so so I mean, we can talk for, forever about these releases. I mean, and we will. It's just. Here's the deal. Yeah. Now we know yeah. we can we can set the the clock again. Uh, it's going to be February, early February, when they do their next round of of earning calls. There will be another round of releases. Now there may be releases before then. Like I said, reports have it that there were ten people, uh, around ten people who were uh, on the list, probably going to get released, but for whatever reason didn't make the releases this time. You just uh, made the list. Yeah. And and so I'm going on the record and saying that two of them wrestled in a dark match uh, before SmackDown yesterday um, because it, it's two people that currently or recently were in major feuds in NXT, have reportedly been expected to be called up to the main roster and have not been called up to the main roster. And I think, I suspect that this 
uh, dark match before SmackDown was much like the Bronson Reed dark match. Hey, show us what you got, you know, and we'll decide whether to keep you around. And those two people were Kyle O'Reilly and Johnny Gargano. <clears throat> now, keep in mind, Kyle O'Reilly and Johnny Gargano both have their contracts expiring less. soon. Right. Um, and so this, I think this was just them saying, listen, show us, show us why we should keep you around. And uh, if we like it, we'll keep you or maybe we'll, we'll start a new deal for you. But if we don't like what we see, kick you to the curb. So. Bye, bye. But anyways, I mean, you know, the list so of people that have been released about is... wrestling. I have a felony. You have oh, good stuff? Let's go. Which... So uh, is it AEW related? Because I feel like... I feel like it is. <laughs> um, I mean, I you got to love that. Uh, I'm excited for that CM Punk Eddie Kingston matchup. Yeah. That promo-wise, fire. That is the absolute... And so true. That, so that true on both men. That is... Uh, that is... Uh, yep, that's... I'm going to beat your ass. And then do me a favor. Mm -hmm. Don't come back for another seven years. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, but even bringing that the ROH thing, I felt like that was legitimate. Like, all of what they were saying was, like, I feel like a shoot in the sense that, like, they felt that way about each other. And so they brought it into storyline. But, boy, did it work. It was so good. Yeah. It, here's the deal. It was nice because they actually worked like known storyline from pre AEW into the storyline with this. Uh, and, and this means that there, there could be more people like Kevin Steen when he comes in, if he comes in, right. Kevin Owens and WWE could directly tie into that storyline and immediately right. be like, listen, you know, I mean, you laughed it off when Kingston said it, but you were a dick to me in WWE. I mean, not actually saying it, but you were a dick to me for years, you know, and right. But yeah, yeah, yeah. gonna be fire. The, the other fire promo, and Smarks is gonna hate this. JLB is gonna love this. Max Caster. Actually, <laughs> I really liked it. That was I, great. Here's the other <laughs> A. It, it wasn't. It wasn't A B rhyme structure. Uh, that's been my frustration with his previous ones. Is mostly it was just A B. Uh, this was uh, AC, AC, no, it was AC, uh, BD, right? So it was line one and three rhymed and two and four rhymed, uh, instead of line one rhyming with line two, line three rhyming with line four. That's AB, he was doing doing four line, uh, uh, and and that's where. That's where it worked. It also worked because he brought in some some real fire things. Uh, I end careers faster than your father-in-law. Stepfather-in-law, but father-in-law yeah. nonetheless. Yeah. Yeah. Well, oh. my wife asked me, what do, you, what do you mean by that? And it took me a while because I like somehow or another I buried in my memory that John Laurinaitis is is married to their boss. Married oh, to someone the never watched freaking 
the Bellas. Yeah, I did. I never watched Total Bellas. Never watched Total Bellas. Oh, okay. I that's it why up, I knew it was like, right away. Oh. Yeah. The thing is, I did know it. I knew it at some point. Mm-hmm. But I like I buried it because I just yeah. I don't think you don't about watch the Bellas so though because he's always on the Bellas TV uh-huh. show. Yeah. So if you don't watch that, it would hard. I would have forgotten too if I didn't. Yeah, know I just the show. so I had to, I had to kind of think about it. I was like John Lauren, John, oh John Laurinaitis is the one who sends out all the firing and uh, notices emails. Holy shit! <laughs> Holy shit! Oh, fuck. Um, and and I props to Brian Danielson for just standing there taking it like. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's legit. Well, because he knows what's up. He knows what it yeah. is. He's well, and he's he, even happened. You know, he, so. even the line about uh, you know, while, only while, being while famous because his girl's TV, yeah. his wife's. Well, his TV wife's show. TV shows are are. Uh, what was the line about cucumbers? Um, growing cucumbers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, God, what was it? Anyways, but yeah, I mean, all of these things are or uh, Anthony Bowen's. Arms are bigger than your legs are. Uh, <laughs> and and here's the, it, it, that ended up being a really good match, too. Uh, okay, here we go. So the acclaimed, we only doing numbers, but this guy's too busy growing cucumbers. Don't be mad at me, bro, because you only known for your wife's reality show. And you should eat some eggs. Look at uh, Bowen's arms. They're bigger than your legs. I'm going to put you into poverty, dog, because I end careers quicker than your father-in-law. Yeah. So that was all it there. But, mm-hmm. yeah, very um, awesome. Yeah. Pure battle rap. But uh, in, in the end, like I said, in, the biggest thing about match. that is the match ended up being really good, too. That's I mean, it. yeah. Here's the other. I mean. Brian Danielson putting on a good match. What? Um, of course, that was going to happen. But <laughs> he was able to pull probably the best match I've seen Anthony Bowens do, uh, at least as a solo. That's it. I don't really remember yeah. his solo stuff, though. I feel like he's in a tag. So, And so, so that was really nice to see. In fact, there were a lot of really nice things to see, uh, you know, this 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 episode's probably not going to have the standard format of we we talk about one crime for a while, talk about another because here's the deal: is I I want to talk about we've mentioned before, at least I've talked before about how one of the things that Adam Cole does so well is he understands that his job as a heel is to make the face look better, even if the heel is winning, right? Right, and that Adam Cole match versus. Uh, John Silver, Silver. Yeah. Uh, was a perfect Johnny example Hungy. of that. Johnny Hungy. Uh, Johnny Hungy versus Budge. What's the Budge joke? Okay, so if you don't watch, uh, this is kind of like if you don't watch Total Divas, if you don't watch BTE, you, you'd <laughs> okay. miss out on this. But the uh, whole thing on BTE, it, uh, it was all based on them making fun of WWE, 100%. Uh, but it was uh, John Silver and, and Alex Reynolds, okay, cornering uh adam cole uh trying to become his friend uh but part of it is like you know listen you know i mean we we can't have two people here with long hair because alex reynolds already has long hair so we're gonna have to shave your head right you're gonna have to cut your (laughs) hair right and then uh you can be our manager you can be our manager you know uh, uh and all this stuff and then one of the ones was saying you know adam cole's just so hard to remember and everything so we're gonna give you a new name 
because the rumor was they were going to change his name. And, and so, and so uh, they made up the name Budge. And they she said, because listen, listen, instead of being all about the boom, it can be all about the budge. It's all about <laughs> the budge. Down, down, down. Um, uh, and then you can uh. be budge, baby. Uh, so it was just this joke, and it was all based on them riffing off of how WWE reportedly was going to do all of these changes to Adam Cole right. in roster if he came <laughs> in the main roster. And, and uh, I love that they actually worked that into the storyline. But even without that, the the pre-show, not the pre-show, but the pre-main event uh, uh, interview with um, uh, uh, Mark Henry, Mark Henry. Uh, was just just phenomenal. It was so great. I I've always loved what what Johnny Hungy brings to the table. John Silver's interviews and all that stuff are so entertaining. Uh, <coughs> good Zuntite. Thank you. Uh, so, and he's so, so short. I didn't realize he was smaller than Adam. <laughs> yeah, that's why I wanted to see him teamed up with Team Taz. I want I I love the idea of uh, John Silver getting uh, taken under Taz's wing mm-hmm. uh, because they're they both were powerhouses they both were small right. uh, and they both actually do some pretty mean suplexes like some of those suplexes that uh, John Silver did were phenomenal but in the end you know did I ever think that John Silver was actually going to win the match versus Adam Cole I didn't think so. One way or another, especially when it was just announced that Adam Cole and the Young Bucks were going to be with against Luchasaurus and mm-hmm. uh, Christian. Gonna but be fire! Can't wait for that either. But did that did that match make John Silver look like a superstar? Oh, for sure, hardcore. Uh, you uh, came yeah. away from that match going, "Wow, John Silver!" You know, I mean, because like I said, I intellectually didn't ever think John Silver was going to win, but there were some moments in that match that. I questioned myself. I was like, are they, are they going to give John Silver the win? Mm-hmm. I mean, they easily could with, you know, them being heels. They could have yeah. done something there. Or Christian comes in or something like that. Make it a little smallish finish, but it's to promote the 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 match for full mm-hmm. gear. Uh, question for you guys. What did the fans say when he mimicked Adam Cole's little... Budge. Oh, it was Budge? Mm-hmm. Ah, uh, okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know what's all about the budge, budge baby. <laughs> okay, awesome. Okay, I, I'm so telling you guys, you do need to watch Being the Elite now. I I think it's becoming required viewing for AEW. Oh wow. Viewers. Okay. Um, there's a lot of it that's schlocky and all this stuff, but they're starting to. What worry. episode are they on right now? They're like on. I think I have like one to 75, like legit downloaded. Oh, I'm sure they are at like 300 now. <laughs> okay. I mean, they've been doing it for like five years. So, oh, right. that's fair. Okay. Um, either way, it's all on YouTube, anyways. Yeah, but... let's, let's see uh, whether they have it. Oh, 280 was 280. the most recent one. Okay. The most recent one was their uh, Halloween special called uh, Elite Game. Uh, oh, and they did have a Squid Game parody of Squid Game there. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Perfect. Uh, but yeah, two two seventy nine is was called Budge. 
and it was <laughs> another one of them pitching budge. Uh, <laughs> nice. Um, budge, baby. But yeah, I mean, so has John Silver and Stu Grayson, are they actually a tag team? No, they're not, right? Stu Grayson's a tag team with Evil Uno. Yes, yeah, Stu Grayson's with Evil Uno. The formerly known as Super Smash Brothers, right? Um, uh, but man, Stu Grayson and John Silver, woo, as a tag, uh, yeah. I like I like Alex Reynolds because I think he brings something different to the table. Um, with John Silver, John Silver being the powerhouse, and Alex Reynolds being a little bit more of the technician, sort of. But mm. but unfortunately, um, let's just say. Uh, Alex Reynolds runs the risk of being the Marty Jannetty of that duo. Uh, oh. I, I like John Alex Reynolds. What? Because John Silver's all entertaining his own get out. Yeah, and that's yeah. that's I think the problem is that in the end, I think uh, John Silver's the breakout of that, and I you know I love him. I he's hilarious. So he's um, he's great. The only problem I feel with him is he's too funny and goofy that he'll never be in for a title picture, whether uh, it be TNT. I, or... I I see that except like there was a point that people said that about HBK that he's too funny and goofy and all this stuff and 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 oh, he doesn't okay. take things seriously. All right. And he does. Now, here, uh, that's part of why I like the idea of having him pair up with someone like Taz, where Taz comes along and says, listen, you know, you're funny and goofy and all of that stuff, and, and people love you, but you need to learn how to kick some ass. Yeah. That's fair. Now I hear it. Is that your... What was that? The laundry. The laundry machine. <laughs> You have to get like a something to kill these motherfuckers. It's like three left, man. I don't think so. You said that last week. Yeah, I know. That's the terrifying part. <laughs> They're reproducing. Oh, um, love. <laughs> but yeah, Rampage was pure fire. I mean, from top to bottom. Uh, between that, the first match was. Um... Oh crap. What was the first match? First match on Rampage was oh Daniel Bryan and Max Caster. Oh, uh, not yes, Caster. But... All I'm saying is I think Tony Khan right now, with the amount of people available, could do some elite wrestling. <laughs> Second product on <laughs> all elite wrestling. Yeah. Mm. All elite wrestling and on their way to elite wrestling. <laughs> Mostly elite wrestling. <laughs> Khan did also mention that he was interested in obviously some of the wrestlers that were fired. Yeah. Obviously. He he basically says, as a businessman, I have to always keep my eyes out on the uh, talent. And when talent of this caliber gets released, I'd be stupid to not consider him. And so there there are a few on this list that I'm considering. Uh, I'm not going to say who it is because why would you? Like, you know, you're the New York giants and and you've got the number five pick in the draft yeah you, you say well i really want this person he's the best quarterback in the draft right well he's not going to be there by number five now you said it out loud you know um 
Uh, there, there is one other uh, piece that I wanted to bring up, and I can't remember what it was. So, yeah. oh, oh, one job. Yeah. Uh, um, also, Ro- props to Roman's promo. I was just holy say that, fuck yeah. balls. Yeah, that was so good. Like, dude, I thought he was going to mention the fire. Is, is afraid of it. Yeah. I was like, what the. fuck? Fuck, man. So good at being a heel. I thought it, at one point I thought he was going to mention the firings because he's like, it seems like a lot of people had a bad week, and I was like, oh my god. <laughs> but then he just went into like, I, mean, I wasn't here. I was on vacation, and then the Usos, and I was like, oh okay. But I was like, I got terrified for a second. I'm like, Roman, what are you doing? I would have, but that would have been ultimate heel right there. Like, whew. maybe would have got a lot of backlash for that. Well, I mean, he did. He did basically say. Brock's suspended because I said he's going to be suspended. Yeah, I mean, obviously, WrestleMania, that's happening for sure. They're still making that a thing. So, got to continue that while Brock is vacationing himself. Did you get it? (laughs) So powerful. Um, And, yeah, I don't know. I mean, that's kind of the big news. We had the, the Colby thing. We had Khan mention that um, XPW is back, ladies and gentlemen. They just had a pay-per-view called Rebirth. XPW, of course, is John Black's old-school XPW against ECW. And Brian Cage is your new XPW champion. It'd be fun if he shows up on Dynamite this week with the belt. Yeah, I don't. I, I do think uh, Rob Black is kind of a dick, though. So I hope Tony kind of agrees with me in that. Um, so my, hopefully not. I, my point is just him showing up and saying, "Hey, Kenny Omega, you say you're the belt collector, but I'm out collecting my own belts." Oh, I do too. Remember my crime. This is a negative crime. Ready? <laughs> Ready? Okay. Do it. As the DA, I'm gonna go ahead and bring charges. A little bit of a. A little bit of a WWE mark charge here. Mm-hmm. The two finalists to be the challenger for Hangman Adam Page's eventual AEW title, both WWE guys. Mm-hmm. I was a little frustrated with with number one the replacement for a guy who's out for some some mental health issues right now, mm-hmm. which I, I don't think that's storyline. I think that's legit. No. Oh no! I mean, it's yeah, it's one hundred percent legit, and it's not just mental health. I mean, it's it's alcoholism, alcoholism, it's substance abuse. So, okay, uh, I mean, that's who's the other WWE guy? It's Brian versus who? Miro. Miro. Oh snap! Did you? His name in WWE was Rusev. You remember (laughs) that guy? You might have remembered. Came out on a tank one time. Oh, that one Um, time, that WrestleMania moment that shouldn't be in the top five hundred. That was from my last wrestling thing. Sorry. I'm 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 whoring it up. I'm everywhere. But yeah, didn't How's remember your that. Vagina these days? How's what? Your vagina these days. Sounds very like clean and smooth. Thank you very much. Yeah, because it's been beat the fuck so out of me. <laughs> I, I hey, hey uh DFA. What what watch this? Watch this. Check this out. Hey. Uh that's me. Look, oh, go Bruins. <laughs> Look down at the bottom. Look down at the bottom. Look down. 
<laughs> How do you change my thing? That's not fair. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, uh, the, the joys of being the host. I also love that just because of the angle he's sitting at, it actually looks like he physically looked down on it. Uh, I mean, I, I get what you're saying, but at the end of the day, it's a, Rusev is a guy that you never use. I mean, he, you know? here's the thing. I, I'm going to point point to this. Um, it looks like it was likely going to be two w, former WWE guys either way. You think they had right? Moxley winning? Over? I think they definitely, oh, they had, definitely Moxley had Moxley winning. For sure. Uh, and so I think it was going to be two former WWE guys. I I get that. I here's the it's deal. two fan I mean, favorites though who didn't weren't given no, a chance. I personally am not not slaying it, but I think it's worth talking about. Yeah, I I would say, I would say this is this is similar to you saying, you know, God, you know, the Lakers just signed. Michael Jordan, you know, and, and now they're going to be in the final. It's just so stupid. It's just like all they do is sign for in the end, the the two people challenging for your top belt being it's not Ric Flair. I'm well, but and Brian Danielson, who arguably it's is one of the greatest Jordan. professional wrestlers in the world. Right. Yeah, but we're, we're not talking old people. It'd be more like LeBron, which they did do. And no one, and and you didn't bitch about it. You didn't say because I don't fucking watch basketball. Yeah, but but that's my point. Is in the end, in a sports uh, franchise, you take the top people and you let them be the top people. If you are one of the best wrestlers in the world and, and you work at WWE and then you leave to go someplace else, you're still one of the best wrestlers in the world and you still likely will challenge for their top title. Wrong. No, I, no, I I love this move. I really love this move if it's long term booking. Uh, and Miro's number one. Miro's the one that wins it. Uh, really in the end, it. Miro because is not winning. If it's long term booking, I love this. I wouldn't. Well, I, I love it either way. I love it a hair more long term. Why booking. is it long term booking? This is done by full gear. This match is happening, and then one of them is going for the. I title. understand. What I'm saying is. Miro takes the loss to Adam Page, building up Adam Page more. Mm-hmm. And Brian gets some long-term booking. And oh, you think King Adam Mega for an opportunity? Yeah. At, in at the Vegas. in the end, um, either one of those people winning is about long-term booking at, uh, Adam Page to look better, yeah. right? Adam Page beats Brian Danielson to retain the title. He looks awesome. Adam Page beats Miro to retain the title. He looks awesome. In fact, I would argue opposite. I would argue that the better option to do right now is to have Brian Danielson be the winner. Okay. Um, uh, Storyline-wise, <laughs> for this, the storyline that they have right now going on with Miro was uh, he was the... TNT title. He was bro. God's favorite champion. Now bro. he's worried. I think you need worried. toilet paper, bro, because you're talking shit. You go. <laughs> but but now he's he's lost lost the the uh, favor of God, and that's why he lost the thing. So now he's going to have some time going on with this. And then Adam Page beats Brian Danielson, builds him up more, and then Miro can go on a long 
vicious streak and win his way back up to the top. And this can be a revolution or or even mm. a double or nothing next year sort of a right. thing. And I, I think they might end up doing that. Uh... But either way, because here's the deal is, I don't, I don't want Miro to lose his shot at the world title too early, right? And if they hot shot him up to the front, uh, and then immediately he loses, I think that hurts him more than it would hurt him to lose to Brian Danielson in the final. And there'd be no blame if you lost to Daniel. That's Brian, my point. Brian Daniels, you know, um, like. And in fact, you could even have him lose to Brian Danielson in the final and then be the one who costs Brian Danielson the victory against Adam Page later to build up a longer feud between Miro and Brian Danielson or something like that. But anyways, either way, the winner of this being a former WWE guy is still getting fed to homegrown Adam Page to establish Adam Page as their top guy. That's it. So, And poor Kenny Omega. Yes, no, I saw that. I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to talk about it. That's it. That's it. Where, how do I remove you from this? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> what was that? That was a football thing? Uh, I guess. His team is the uh, second Miami team in the NFL. Uh, yeah, his team is the Miami Dolphins, and my team is the Houston Texans. Worst the Miami, team in the Miami Dolphins uh, beat the Houston Texans. Uh, Houston Texans have been horrible this year, and it's their first year under a new head coach. They uh, cut their entire roster, and and they let everyone good go off their. And here's the deal: they've been doing it for the last three years. You know, two years ago, uh, they had. Probably the best wide receiver in the league, arguably, in DeAndre Hopkins. Well, we're going to talk football for a little bit, but uh, DeAndre Hopkins. And DeAndre Hopkins wanted to be paid more. And their head coach at the time said, no, we don't want to pay you. Well, and their general manager, but we don't want to pay you that much. So we're going to trade you away. And uh, he got traded away to, or he got let go, and I can't remember. But traded away, he ended up going to uh, the Arizona uh, Cardinals, right? And uh, then they signed a free agent wide receiver for more money <laughs> than he was asking for. Oh, they could have kept, and he wasn't as good. Yeah, they could have kept DeAndre Hopkins, the best, arguably best wide receiver in the league at the time, uh, and and saved money. But Is this a didn't. racist thing? Was the other newer receiver white or something? No, you no, don't they, pay big money for white receivers. No, no, no. White but they paid him more. Yeah, yeah that's and why. You, you don't, don't pay, pay big don't pay in big the money. NFL. In the NFL, white wide receivers don't get the big contracts because there's, they, there's been one good white wide receiver. He played for yeah. New England with Tom at the same time. Yeah. Um. And so it wasn't a racist thing. It wasn't was just, a racist they thing. were both it, okay. it, it, it was a head coach ego thing, I think, more than anything. Uh and so I mean, so anyway. Neither of them are Latino. They're both black, right? Yeah, they're both black, yeah. I think it was the ego. Ego thing. 
Well, that's stupid. You're still wasting more money and you're losing a good Mm -hmm. person on your team. But then even worse than that, then then, uh, towards the end of the last season, the Texans fired their head coach um, because he sucked, uh, you know, and he did stupid shit like that. And they hired a new guy. And the new guy comes in and immediately lets lets the best defensive end in the league go in free agency. Uh, And that's J.J. Watt, who, uh, where did he end up going to? can't even remember where he went to either way he went to another team um uh, uh, football wise you guys uh, i guess it's still too early to tell how many teams do you have left going for like the super bowl all oh, 32 all 32 it's, still, too, okay. it's too early for <laughs> the playoffs um i mean realistically the lions oh yeah that's right jj watt then went off to the arizona cardinals too to reunite oh. with with uh DeAndre there. DeAndre Hopkins, right? Um and so so uh, everyone good who's played for your team has gone gone away. Now there's there's one other thing with the Houston Texans that has to be at least talked about, and that's uh their their quarterback. <laughs> their quarterback who legitimately was one of the better quarterbacks in the league uh in terms of on field performance. Um, apparently is is not so good of a person off field. Um, and he has multiple allegations against him by uh, women in the Houston area. Um, and so he is sitting on the sidelines. Uh, prior to those allegations coming out, he was wanting to be traded away because he was unhappy. Uh, or he knew those, those allegations, allegations were coming out. <laughs> yeah, well... Then those allegations came out, and no other team wants him. Of course. Uh, well, okay. There, there was reports that another team wanted him, um, and that team happens to be based out of Miami, um, <laughs> and is the second worst team in the league. We don't uh, take <laughs> shitty players with shitty personalities. We got Tua, man. I mean, injury prone machine. Yeah, I mean, you you used to be uh, fed by the factory that was. The you, so uh, you you took shitty players all the time there. So, I mean, Dan Marino, Dan Marino is technically not a shitty player from back in the day, right? Yeah, that's a long time ago. I mean, it's it's been. (laughs) I mean, have you had one since Dan Marino? Yeah, it's 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 been twenty years since my team's been relevant. (laughs) Damn. Yeah, my team has never been relevant, and they've been around for twenty years. So. Actually, next season is going to be their twentieth. So, oh, there we go. Nineteen years of irrelevancy. Yeah, they they've been the team for for most of the nineteen years that uh, analysts would say in the off season. This really could be their season. They've got all the pieces in place to have a really great season, and then they come out and pee down their leg because all that pressure gets to them. No, they they're. They've never hired great coach. Like their their first two coaches were coaches that were like, "We we'll get you to the playoffs, but we'll never get you to the, the Super, Bowl Super Bowl or the finals." Yeah. Um, and oh, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. Anyways. I'm, I'm just here for the Super Bowl performance with them. But so then D.A. decided he wanted to show me the score again to the game. Yes, I know the score to the game. <laughs> um, I saw it was on earlier today, and I was like, oh, oh, this will be fun tonight. Yeah. <laughs> and then, then when my team got their second win of the year, oh, this is second fun. win of the year. <laughs> yeah, yep, they are two and seven. Hey, oh, uh, te- technically, technically, that uh, do- d- does mean that we have at least an argument over um, uh, whether the Texans are uh, technically the worst team in the league, no, even the though. Yeah, even though they lost uh, to your team, they still are one and eight. So, you know, they're not the worst team. Well, there's also the Washington football team. Yeah. Which I really hope leaves that name. It's just too much fun to say. That's what it's called? They're called the Washington football team? Yes, they had a racist name for many, 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 many. They, oh, it, that was it, the, it, the Redskins. Yes, we don't we don't say it. We don't anymore. say the name anymore. But yes, that was okay. The they formally known. Team. Okay, uh, the, they didn't get another name. Just let's call us the Washington Football Team. Um, they they'll they, have one next year. Yeah, mm, they had no. multiple contests for names, and they couldn't decide on a winner during those contests because of lots of stupid things coming through so mm. they decided to just go with washington football team until they decided on a suitable name um <laughs> yeah the lions are zero and eight so they're technically the worst team in the league um and one more loss and they will be likely mathematically eliminated from the playoffs yeah playoffs playoffs i'm just trying to win a game here you talking about playoffs <laughs> Super Bowls went in January or February? I guess uh, it's in February. February. Yep. Okay. So it's early February. February. Oh, so you still have a while then. Okay. Okay. Oh, yeah. We still got the, most of the season still. Okay. All right. So back to wrestling. We had yes. some, yeah. some fire I mean, promos. We had... To be perfectly honest, we have half the season ahead of us. There you so. go. Fire promos. Yes. So I have a crime. Okay. Uh, and it is a negative crime against our favorite target of negative crimes, WWE. Dude, we already talked about the firings. No, it's not the firings. <laughs> it's it's just casually announcing the Survivor Series. Team. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just like no, no, no picking your team, no team captains, no, no team captains, no, no matches, qualification matches. matches. Yeah. None of that stuff. Just like uh, on on a random Saturday afternoon. Tweeting oh. out images. Oh, here, here are your teams. Um, and even more than that, like 90% of the teams on both sides were not on that roster three weeks ago. Again, mm-hmm. and, and we built this for them on the show. Mm-hmm. We said, This is how you build it, this is how you say it. This is how oh well now I pissed off that you guys let me get draft. You put me in the mm-hmm. draft. So you, but no, they didn't do that. They didn't do that. Nope. They're just like, they're just like, it's brand supremacy. Here's a team made up of 100% people who were on the other team three weeks ago. Um, <laughs> and who are they going against? Well, this team is 90% made of people who were on the other team three weeks ago. I don't get why you just don't do the ball thing. 
you have like uh like a spin the wheel or you know when you pick the ball for a match or they used to do yeah. kind of that's like a lottery survivor yeah. series team make it a little different both rosters have to do it so it's fair you know why? they don't play anything in advance except for roman no I they're like ah oh, fuck roman has to face Big E. is roman uh, in the survivor series matchup no the usos no because right? because he's gonna have a champion versus champion match right because that's what they always do right so yeah no news on charlotte this week though that was weird no, I reportedly she's been pulled off the touring schedule. Um, we'll see if she shows up she, on SmackDown she can get this her week. Mind right, and maybe oh. play nice with her neighbors. Yeah, um, yeah, and I think they're gonna throw a with all the money that they're getting rid of from the wrestlers. I think they're gonna throw a, a good chunk at Charlotte. So I think got, that's what they're preparing for. She's got like two years left on her contract, anyways. So no, but if she ever does complain about something or threatens, oh, you know what, screw it, whatever, they can at least give her a little something, something as incentive. And, I and uh, I, I go from the other standpoint. You're the WWE. You don't have to give her shit. She's under contract for you for almost two more years. Carrying Cross played nice, and you made him be again. Yeah, mm-hmm. you, you know. She uh, uh, basically, you go to her and you say, "Listen, you're under contract with us. You're gonna do the what we say, right?" Yeah, but if she leaves and they end up suing, she has to would have to pay them how much technically? She is under contract. She cannot sign with any other team uh, with any other company. I mean, with her the contract, best she can do. Yeah, is but she... that's happened. I'm saying, like, no, it hasn't. Not not since these these contracts, right? The, t- yeah, the only you refuse to work, you refuse to work for the company, they, and you're under they can contract. hold your contract. They can hold your contract. They can freeze your contract. She can't work and not pay you. Yeah, mm. if she stops working, they freeze her contract. She never gets to work for anyone else because her contract is still with the WWE. They okay. eventually could try to sue her for breach of contract, but that could take years. In the courts, right? So in the right. end, what's going to happen is she's going to have a, a talk with Vinnie Mac, you know, and Vinnie Mac's going to be like, listen, you need to start playing ball. I understand your, your issues and all this stuff, but we have you under contract. Right. You work for us and right. you have to be a big girl now and pull up your britches and be a big girl and be a company player. Here's the thing you have to remember, right? And this is... This is something, it'll tie into something I was going to say earlier, but uh, Moose gave an interview. And in the interview, Moose was asked uh, what it feels like to be the, the new TNA champion. And uh, this is this was a, a shoot interview. It wasn't kayfabe, right? And he said, listen, you know, I mean, don't get me wrong. Everyone wants to be the champion of a promotion, but I, I you have to remember, this is just a prop. This is just a prop in the storylines, right? It doesn't mean anything in reality. It doesn't mean I'm actually a better wrestler than those other people. It is a prop oh. for the storylines. Okay. Um, and that's ultimately what Vinnie Mac is going to have to remind Charlotte. This, right. this belt that you're disrespecting is a prop in the storyline. And you being champion is just the storyline. And the simple fact is if you're angry about the way we're treating your character... We can make you not champion, and you can be fucking uh, 
wrestling Aaliyah, jobber. Yeah. yeah, wrestling Aaliyah on main event, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you are the star. Yeah, records prior to Raw, I believe. Yeah, one of them. One's two hundred five, and one's main. Two hundred five live goes with SmackDown, and, and event main event goes with Raw, I believe. Um, but yeah, the, the simple fact is, that, listen, you know, you can, you can either play ball and continue to be the star that we allow you to be, or you can, we can bury you for the remainder of your contract, and then when your contract is up, you can say, I'm going to go to whatever company you want to. Uh, but by that point, you'll have had a year and a half of being not on TV, obsolete, not champion, not in the conversation, and you'll have to build your name up again in wherever you go. Oh, or and you'll or, have a reputation of being somebody who yeah. doesn't play nice with others. Yeah, exactly. You, you'll have to go to AEW and say, hey, listen, I know that you know all of the reports of how I wouldn't play play ball with WWE and how I wouldn't do what they told me to do and all that stuff and how I ended up sitting out my the rest of my contract because I didn't want to do stuff. Uh, but I want to work for you. And Tony Khan would be like, eh, I don't know if I like that so much. Mm-hmm. You know? yeah, I mean, realistically, she'd have to go to Japan to work. Yeah. And so that's or the deal. Mexico. Eventually, she's just going to have a talk with Vince McMahon, and Vince McMahon's going to be like, listen, I understand your problems. I understand your issues here. But here's the difference. Is you can continue to work for us and be a star, or you that's can a- continue to work for us and not be a star. But right now, I'm not giving you a third option. I don't even know what she thinks is wrong with her character, though. She she doesn't like being her character being made to look weak. And apparently she thought handing a belt over to Becky made her look weak. Um, but you're so- the champion. Now, here here's the side of the coin that I will say. Um, the handing the belt over storyline was stupid. Uh, we've talked about that. Right. And I 100% get her frustration with the concept of they just wanted me to hand the belt over. Yeah, I get it. It was stupid, right? But here's the deal. Uh, <laughs> you have a job. DA Fabe has a job. I have a job. How many times at our jobs do we get asked to do something that we think is stupid? <laughs> All the time. <laughs> never. <laughs> my, my boss watches the podcast, so never. Yeah. Never. At your previous job. <laughs> your previous, previous job. Back RV. He also watches the puck. <laughs> He's uh, pleading the fifth, good sir. I'm just saying. Hey, I. I'm gonna go on record. My boss is a great man. Hey, the 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 same boss he's referring to is a former boss of mine. I think he's a great guy. I still feel like we were often told to do some stupid shit. Um, that's fair. He'd probably agree with that. Right. But here's the deal is as as an employee, your job is to do the Good stupid job, shit. Right? If you're told to go out and pull handles at the end of your shift, you go out and pull handles. Yeah. Whether you think it's stupid or not. All right, moving forward. So yeah, Charlotte just I, I just thought it was odd we didn't hear anything. Mm-hmm. She she maybe took a little bit of uh of uh, uh 
Sasha break there. Yeah. Which is... What happened? Is, is the effect of Charlotte and Sasha and Bailey and these events that have occurred over the last couple of years, is that hurting women's wrestling? That's a question I want to ask. Uh, is it hurting women's wrestling in WWE? Yes. Is it hurting women's wrestling as a whole? I don't think so. I think I think the other promotions are are being able to build off from it without dealing with that. I don't like how you booked me because here's the deal. There's a there's a historical mantra. There's a a incorrect perspective on women that they can be catty. I feel like that's a flair ego, though. I like, said that's a, that it's an incorrect perspective. I mean, yeah. But does this hurt, though? Because people go, "Well, no, you only get this from the women." Because men do it too. Men do it too, though. As I say, not you got a gender it from thing. HBK once upon a no. time. Mm-hmm. You got it recently from Keith Lee, justified, but recently from Keith Lee, who right. said. You can't bookmark or you can't trademark my name, my actual name. And That's a bit different, though. Right. I, I, I'm not saying it's not just Rick Flair left WCW with the at the time NWA belt and went to WWE with the belt. Right. Yeah. Um, and and so I I don't think I don't I, I think there's enough. Good, good women's wrestling women's wrestling stories about. uh like like here i'll i'll tell you a it's not directly women's wrestling but it's women's wrestling adjacent a story that uh you know came out today uh ruby riot and liv morgan ran into each other in the airport today oh wow they just both happened to be flying flights out of the same airport at the same time and so uh, Liv Morgan is standing there doing something and a stranger taps her, her on the shoulder and she turns around and the stranger goes, isn't that Ruby right over there? And Liv Morgan goes and runs over and surprises Ruby Soho. Mm-hmm. Right? The fact that these two wrestlers were two totally different companies who both were, were overshadowed and uh, underutilized and still are underutilized in, in Liv Morgan's case in WWE. Uh, they ended up doing doing a video of them, and it was just basically them just, just hugging each other because they missed each other so much, right? Mm-hmm. I, I think there are enough of those women wrestlers out there to offset the Bailey, Sasha, Charlotte uh, things. You know, I mean, you could you could argue that Tessa Blanchard falls into the Bailey Charlotte, uh, and that's fair. Yeah. Um, And here's the deal: is Tessa Blanchard is finding a hard time finding a permanent job job in the states right now because of the reputation that she got. Where whereas Ruby Soho showed up on AEW the very first chance that she was legally allowed to, right? Um, That's that's a fair. And very and the fair statement. I just and and the simple fact is, I I love Ruby Soho. I was a fan of her in WWE. I thought she was underutilized and, and all that stuff. But I think uh, most people would say, from a strictly in in ring skill based discussion, 
that Tessa Blanchard is the better wrestler than Ruby. Yeah. Than Ruby, right? However, Ruby Soho got hired immediately by a company. Uh, and Tessa Blanchard is, last I heard, considered to be nuclear heat right now. Like, don't touch her. Um, yeah, because, it, and, and that's what we just said about Charlotte. I mean, mm-hmm. Charlotte can choose not to play nice. You know, with her best friend at one point. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Yeah, that, that's the you know, there there you remember the whole thing going back to when they would do the the linking the pinkies because it was their whole uh sip and tea backstage uh gimmick because they were best friends and now they're not. Um uh now they they both here's the deal is in the end, I I'm not even saying that I think Becky's entirely blameless in that situation because no they, you know, I think their their egos both being top of the food chain on their respective sides have made them both what's part of the problem. Once you taste it, sometimes it is difficult mm-hmm. to, to play nice. But Becky does what she's told very often. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and that's not that's not a do what you're told. That's a Okay, I guess Seth and I can be on screen as a couple. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. That doesn't really work. Okay. Uh, I guess <laughs> I'll be a heel when I come back from my maternity leave. I think, I think that was her idea. Uh, the reports have it that she that wanted to eventually be a heel, uh, but but she was told like day of her return, hey, yeah, we're going to have you be a heel. And she's like, oh, okay. Because, uh, frankly, returning from maternity leave uh, is the time when you're going to have ultimate face pop, right? Yeah. I sincerely, sincerely didn't think she was going to make a great deal. Motherfucker, she's good. (laughs) Oh, yeah, she's awesome. I don't know. Oh, my God. She's really dope. And it's it's not the same generic heel bullshit. That's the big piece. No, she's just dope. Just... The big time back. She's got her yeah. own new catchphrase and all that. She wears um, the stupid glasses. Oh, perfectly! It suits her so well. I'm like, damn. I she she might even be better a better heel than a face. Yeah, it's you know, so she's like Roman technically. Only they loved her when she was face too. That's the number one reason I'm mad that Nia Jax is gone. So I just read I somewhere that book- face feud. Booker had actually mentioned uh, the problem with Nia Jax is she wanted to be a diva when she should have been a monster. I was like, oh my god. Yeah. That's legit. So, if you see a lot of her Insta stuff. It, it is legit. It is she, legit. She, it's she, just for Booker to say that, it's like, bro, calm down. Yeah. Uh, so, to, to my thing, them releasing the Survivor Series thing. Here are the Survivor Series team. The Raw team, Seth Rollins, Finn Balor, Kevin Owens, Rey Mysterio, and Dominic Mysterio. None of whom were on Why the Raw. fuck is Dominic Mysterio there? Fuck, I know. Why is Dominic Mysterio ever on WWE? It's a valid point, too. Yeah, uh, a good, uh... But none of them were on Raw three weeks ago. SmackDown men's team. Drew McIntyre, Jeff Hardy, King Woods. I like King Xavier better, but whatever. Sami Zayn, Happy Corbin. Right. Well, Drew McIntyre, uh, Jeff Hardy, and King Woods were all on Raw 
three weeks ago. Before did you say Kevin there. Owens was on that Raw team? Uh yes. Nice. Okay. At least KO is there. I'm happy. Mm-hmm. But again, wasn't on Raw three weeks ago, and now he's on the <laughs> Raw men's team. Women's team for Raw: Bianca Belair, Rhea Ripley, Liv Morgan, Carmella, Queen Zelina. In fairness, uh, two of them weren't. Yeah, most of them were on SmackDown prior to it. Uh, Rhea Ripley uh, uh, and um, who's the other one? Was Bianca on Raw? No, Bianca was on SmackDown. Okay. Anyways, um, and then the SmackDown women's team uh, is Sasha Banks, Shayna Baszler, Shotzi Blackheart, Natalia, and Aaliyah. And Aaliyah has not wrestled (laughs) on SmackDown yet since being called up. Also, she gets. Also, you had me a yim. Yeah, you had me a yim. Say no. Just the thing. I mean, heck, if you wanted to use people that you hadn't shown, you had. uh, Yeah. Fucking. You know why though? Because they didn't. They they were scared that the fans would like her, and then they'd be like. Fuck, we were like I don't I, I don't get why you just don't bring them to the fans first and see because if ultimately what you're doing is for the fans and if the fans like them yes you can make them stars cool but I guess Vince also was Mia Yim before in in, in the Indies yeah she was okay. an impact TNA oh, snap okay for, for a while for a while so. Yeah, just Vince doesn't like Vince. Just he's rebranding everything. He's revamping the whole freaking roster to his guys. Triple H didn't do a good job in his mind. He made a bunch of indie wrestlers become superstars, and he didn't like it. Um, but he made stars. Adam Cole, who was arguably probably a star before he got to NXT, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, uh, you know, Keith Lee, Karrion uh, Cross. Tommaso Ciampa, which they're still abusing. And now, Tommaso Ciampa was not a star. He was an indie guy, mm-hmm. but he wasn't near the star he is now. Um, okay. Same with Keith Lee. Keith Lee was not nearly as big as he is now. Right. No, I'm just saying people, Cross was people Triple H have done. People yeah. Triple H had made stars from NXT. <laughs> These were all stars. Whether Vince could think so or not, it was Vince's fuck up and the bookings fuck up that yeah. didn't make these that's, guys stars. That's why I said if you have Keith Lee and Karrion Cross and you can't make them, you can't make them big names on Raw or SmackDown. That's a you problem. That's not a them problem. Yeah, that's you writing the match. And problem. oh my god, guys, have you watched NXT 2.0 this week? The fucking lashing out promo. What is that bullshit? It, you, you know what I'm talking? It's like a a, vin, uh, a talk show or something. It's uh-huh. a video package, though. Lashing out. I don't even know who the woman is. It was so bad. Like, I get it. It's probably geared towards kids. But then, like, some Italian guy is on there and he's talking. Like, he did something to the producer and his family is kidnapped or something. And I was like, but they made it so childish, and I'm just like, how do you make this childish? You're talking about kidnapping someone. Like, what? It was just horrible. There's so many video packages now on NXT 2.0. It just doesn't make sense. It's more so than Raw or SmackDown combined. It's disgusting. 
So, yeah. But anyways, so other than than the smack, like those rosters again. I'm like, ah, fucking, you know, why you can't, why you can't have made this storyline qualifying matches, or at the very least, you have a match to determine a chance. Uh, uh, a, a captain, and then the captain picks the rest of the team. Something to make it a storyline. But instead, you're just like on a random Saturday afternoon. Oh, by the way, in two weeks, uh, we're going to have uh, a driver <laughs> series. Here are your teams. That's because the pay-per-views don't matter. He's got a point. Yeah, a point over there. He's got a point. The money. I talked about it before. It's coming from somewhere else. Now. Yeah, he, they don't need to sell the pay-per-view. They already got the money from Peacock. But I mean, at the same time, you would have been selling the ratings on the shows. People might have actually tuned in to watch uh, who's going to be a captain. Who is the captain going to pick? This might have been a thing to boost. Why, the why do that when you can just give Roman another 20 minute promo? Uh, well, I mean, have you seen his promo? I mean, th- that's, that's a valid point. point. That, that's but uh, point. that's on SmackDown. You know? What about Raw? Well, Rod, you've got you've got uh, Seth Drip Drip, true. Um, so you can give him a big promo, and Big E can come out and pop the crowd. Uh, it is, you know, St. Louis, Missouri. I don't know where Rod's going to be this week. Uh, don't you dare, sour. Oh, St. Louis, don't you dare be sour. Clap. For your WWE releases and feel the power. No, too soon. Too soon. Yeah, too soon. Nah. But uh, yeah, that's uh, but so. that's pretty. But much yeah, it. no, I mean, this week, I this is this is the WWE thing. They do something that makes some of us, in the case of last week, it's the two people on screen right now, think, ooh, WWE might be actually doing something good. This this Raw this week was actually pretty good. You know, it was entertaining. It was a B-plus Raw. Uh, you know, we really, really liked it. And they do that, and then they wait till later in the week, and then they're just like, ha, we're going to pee on you. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> It's like almost WWE's R. R Kelly for a moment there. That's crazy. But and another, I guess, misdemeanor would go to Eric Bischoff. I'm tired of Eric Bischoff bitching uh, as well. I, I get that he's upset with Tony with the whole maybe T, TNT Turner comment from ages ago. Um, but, and I get it. He, he's valid in his arguments. He was a producer. He was the president and whatever he's been there. And I guess that's why Vince Russo can talk his trash too. Cause he was a writer, but like, bro, stop. Tony Khan has brought you into your federation a few times to do a few things. Like, can you just stop shitting on the current product? Especially on the better product when there's so many freaking issues on Raw where you have come back to over and over again. Like, I don't know. Bischoff's just got to shut his trap. I feel feel like Eric Bischoff has a quote 
that directly covers exactly why he's doing this. Um, Controversy creates cash. Oh, yeah, that quote. That quote right there. I wonder why Eric Bischoff is talking smack about Tony Khan right now. It's because fuckers get all pissed off and be like, fuck you, Eric Bischoff. You were part of AEW. You've been there at multiple things, blah, 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 blah. So I've fallen into this trap. You've fallen into this trap. Eric Bischoff is... But what is this giving him? He's a... Views and listens to his podcast, right? I don't view or listen to his podcast. You don't, but people talk about it, and then other people go, "Oh, I wonder what Eric Bischoff is going to say." It's the same thing. It's it's why I stopped mentioning the shit that fucking uh, Cornette says. When Cornette says something that that pisses off AEW marks or whatever. All it does is get us to talk about him, and then some people go and I want to hear the exact quote. And then they go and they listen to his podcast, and he gets more ratings on his podcast, which wait, means he can sell more advertising for his wait. podcast. But I feel like podcast. Hold on, I gotta go. Yeah, <laughs> but I um, I feel like he's making it worse. At least for me, I feel like he's becoming the Vince Russo of scenarios now. Except for except for he did something nobody else has done. Except for Vince Russo also has a podcast that he makes money on, right? Here's the deal is people all it's it's the Joe Rogan effect. Joe right. Rogan says some stupid shit that gets talked about on the news. Uh uh, and then a bunch of people go and be like, I gotta hear what this Joe Rogan has to say. Well, so that certainly listen. fucked that certainly fucked over Aaron Rodgers now, didn't it? Oh, did it? Aaron Rodgers, uh, you know, might be on 10 days suspension over this shit but he's also been on the news every day this week but he also lost like a deal with some health thing that he had like a nine-year deal with so he, he did lose did money lose there. that deal right guess what he is going to get another deal with a different group right mm. it's out one one door closes another door opens um but in the end here's what's going to happen you know, uh, he's already been on the Joe Rogan show since then. Oh, has he? Okay. Yeah. Fucking, it's it's this endless cycle, circle around and does it again. And that's what it comes down to is, is Eric Bischoff says something that people think is controversial. So then they tweet about it and then they talk about it and they say it on their podcast like we just did. And then people listening to the podcast or watching the the Twitter sphere or whatever see it and they go, Oh, I gotta hear the whole thing. I gotta that hear link what... will not be in the doobly doos, by the way. Uh, and, and then uh they they tweet out their response to the day. Well, Eric Bischoff said this and I disagree with it, or, or I agree with it, or whatever. And then Eric Bischoff gets to do another episode of this podcast where he talks about l- listen to what these people said in response to what I said, and they're totally missing the point. So I'm going to talk about it some more. And so then that podcast uh, gets uh, more listens and fucking Manscaped goes, awesome. We're going to have you do an ad for the lawnmower 4.5 that's coming out soon or whatever. Really? You have um, to give Manscaped. I haven't tried the Manscaped yet. Hmm. I'm just messing with you. Go ahead. I haven't tried it either. <laughs> I'm, I'm waiting for the Manscaped lawnmower 5.2. Ah, there we go. <laughs> yeah, it's around the corner. <laughs> Didn't. Yeah, 
you're telling me you don't know about the. Yeah, I know what the... Manscaped is. I don't know why the fuck we're talking about. <laughs> because we're random. Because they're one of the sponsors of of Eric 83 Bischoff. Weeks, Eric Bischoff's podcast. Everybody knows that Gillette has the best male grooming systems. Hashtag sponsors. <laughs> I mean, in fairness, I do use a Gillette. So, you know. Oh, Jesus Christ. Guys, TMI, let's move on. Screw Eric Bischoff. On Here's my face. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Mostly. Uh-huh. <laughs> he also oh, uses that same Gillette on my balls. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, it's just good for the environment. It wastes less razors. Oh, Jesus. What, I'm supposed to use a separate one for his balls? <laughs> <laughs> Dollar Shave Club for the win. We might as well promote all of them. Jeez, Louise. I I feel like it's important for us to say right now, uh, for legal reasons, we don't advise you to shave someone else's balls with your normal razor. Uh, I mean, yeah, with your normal razor. You can shave someone else's balls if you want. Use a a separate razor to shave someone else's balls. There's hepatitis <laughs> risks to use the same razor mm-hmm. to shave someone else's balls that you use to shave your face. You make the clap. <laughs> no, bad joke. Wow, okay. went yep. there. Yep. Yep. I don't know. Uh, on FBI last week, I made the joke about um, Zithromax and, and uh, Seth Drip Drip. So I, we've already done a, a clap yeah. joke once on this podcast. We've, we've crossed that bridge uh... and we already did it. But yeah, that's... I, uh, I have genuine tears welling up from laughter, so we just need to control this. And... But anyway... I have a little drip drip. <laughs> you have a little drip, drip. Zithromax. Zithromax, okay. Uh-huh. Uh, where's my light? It's so far. Okay. No, it's so far. Oh my oh god. My. You'll, just, you'll just have to look like a Sith Lord there. Alexa, turn my light on. Won't work. Sorry. I didn't find a group or device named my light. <laughs> what did she say? <laughs> I didn't find a device or group named my light. Uh, okay. <laughs> doesn't know what light to turn on. God damn it. One job, Alexa. One job. But Well, I mean, she has other jobs, too. Alexa, one job. Okay, Alexa, stop. All right. Oh, All right. oh you're scared it was going to read out your notification? Oh, was that what it was doing? I don't know. I can't hear her from my headphones, so I don't know what it was doing. <laughs> so, <clears throat> um, I'm trying to remember. I thought it, I think I had some some uh, commendations, but I'm not remembering them right now. So, give me one second. Um. Oh, well, one commendation to Malachi Black. Right. Yep. That uh, the report came out that. There were some people going to a signing event. Um, oh yeah, that was cool. To 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 get signatures and and meet some local stars. Mm-hmm. And on the way up to the to the booth or to the event, they met a guy who was needing directions, and he was going to the same event. So they walked and they directed him to there. And uh, they walked up to the the ticket booth to buy their twenty five dollar tickets. And the guy stepped in and said, hey, listen, uh, give them the VIP tickets. Uh, I'll pay for it. And it turns out it was Malachi Black. 
the VIP. And she had ticket. no idea. She was she just no like idea. saying the story. She's like, the man's name was Malik. No, and she didn't yeah. even like at him. She hashtagged yeah. him. So she like didn't follow yeah. him. Nothing. <laughs> yeah. I was like, wow. And so so she got the tickets from Malachi Black and got a picture with him and all yeah. that stuff. But I, I just think it's just one of those things where FYI, know. those those VIP tickets were 350 bucks. Yeah. So each. from 25 each. Yeah. So seven hundred dollars. Now the price doesn't matter. It's just a good deed. Oh, yeah. But this dude just paid seven hundred dollars to well, a random stranger. And, and in fairness, um, sometimes stars have a certain number of VIP tickets built into their contract. So he might not have actually had to pay that money for it. But here's the deal: I mean, is he's he still didn't have to do that at all, right? Right. He didn't have. To, he he could have said, "Hey, I'll just buy your tickets and paid." 50 bucks and they would have been super stoked about it for sure uh the fact that he went above and beyond and was like give him the vip tickets i don't know how you get a ticket for 25 and then the vip is like 350 that to me just the pricing of that event was crazy i'm like how is a vip 300 what are you getting for 25 dollars you're just getting people to sign your stuff but what the hell are you getting for 350 like I don't know. Uh, I was just probably backstage passes during during whatever the show that was connected to it or kisses. whatever. Kisses. kisses. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just like that. Lean over. Uh, You're stuck in the middle. I'm stuck in the middle with you. <laughs> but um, I also want to give a commendation to fucking Darby Allen for that. Uh, hit on fucking MJF oh, yeah. this that week. Was fired. Uh, yeah, Dad of the Year. Holy Dad of the Year. Shit. Yeah, I literally said that. Um, it's okay. <laughs> it's not the first time she heard me say that. Uh, but I have a three year, three and a half year old sitting on the couch next to me, and I see Darby Allen do this because if you don't remember, he's out in the crowd. MJF is by the railing, also on the crowd side. Darby Allen went clear back and with a running start came up and clotheslined MJF over the railing. But Fire. this this wasn't one of those gentle in the ring clotheslines where they go and then they both like gently fall over the railing. It was like a Mack truck and they both just flipped over the railing and landed. <laughs> and I'm sitting there, with my three and a half year old on the couch next to me, and I just I was holy shit. Uh, she, it's not, she learned a new word. Oh, she's heard that word before. Um, she she's heard worth heard worse words. Problem I have. Here I am, stuck in the <laughs> Father room. of the year, father of mine. Do me where, where have, have you been? been? You know, I just closed my eyes. Yeah, I, you know, I'm, I'm gonna go. I got offspring and simple plan tickets for February. Yay! Yeah. I uh, I mean, it's not none of them are offspring or simple plan. So that, 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 that's ever clear, by the way. It's um, ever clear, I know. but but it, I, I will go in my own little off the wing. I used to work as a DJ for a radio station, and I cannot tell you how many times on Father's Day people would call in and request that song. And I would mm. have to explain to them on the phone. You it's, know that's not a, a happy. It's a, yeah, it's about an absent father. 
It's right. about a father who's not around. That's not a happy Father's Day song. <laughs> and well, it'd be like, well, you know what, DJ? Go fuck yourself. Yeah. Play my song. And so instead, I'd play Menomina. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> Tuesday morning. Three o'clock in the morning. Driving home. Menomina. Menomina. don't think I know this song, so it's great. Just look up Menomina. I won't. It was, won't it was it. a Muppet song. It sounds like a horrible song. It was it was performed by well Muppets. when you're going home <laughs> at three o'clock in the morning on a Tuesday night. That's fair. Wednesday morning, and it pops on the local top forty radio station. You can Kinda call up the DJ, head. and you can call the, the DJ, DJ will tell you, you "Fuck off, I'm gonna do whatever I want." <laughs> you want to play a different song? And tell then you down. can work with him several years later and become best friends with him. Yeah. Uh, it was our meat cute. <laughs> Excuse me. Tell, tell this person your DJ sucks. Well, he could tell him to go F himself. Thus created the podcast that never ends. It's not. Remember at the beginning, I said we're going to try to make this short. because I. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we can end it right now. Um, those, those were my yeah, commendations. I, I don't know if you guys had any more commendations. I mean, it was a good week in wrestling. And, and for the televised stuff, it was a good week in wrestling. That's it. I uh, don't necessarily... I, 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 I'm not going to shit on it. Like, I'm just not. I'm I'm, I'm going to shit. I, I the releases like... are better for those wrestlers. Yeah, that's it. So... I mean, I mean yeah, the, tweet, the vast even Ember Moon was like, I just, I'm laughing. Like, I think she said something like... I'm laugh crying over here. The thing like, is, can can you imagine? Uh, a, a I hope we don't get a team. garbage bag incident coming out uh, in the next two weeks or something. Can, can you imagine a team coming out like Abaddon and uh, Ember Moon together as a team? That'd be badass. Maybe. Yeah, I feel like Cod has to Maybe pick I'm up totally Ember there. Moon. Oh, I feel. Oh, like my little. Uh, I will give um, the fact that Naomi freaking deserves better. Freaking SmackDown just shitting all over Naomi again with her going against Baszler. Obviously, wait, 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 wait. So you'd rather Naomi shit all over Baszler? Well, I mean, she did technically already. She got the win, but then they have to continue this stupid feud. Like you should have just gave her the win and then Sonya should have hit her or something. Don't make her restart the match. Was not down for that. Naomi deserves better. This is bullshit. I love Shayna. I think she's awesome. She shouldn't be part of this feud. It's stupid. Give Shayna someone else. Like, come on. Naomi deserves... Did you? Okay, I was just making sure. I thought you muted me or something. No, I was just going to let you go on your Naomi. I mean, she totally does not deserve better, but... Mm. You know, she she has showed me nothing over the last five years to tell me she deserves better. Hey, I mean, we make I the mean, clap. I mean, effectively, she hasn't changed her character in five years. You know, everyone else evolves their character a little bit here. They want to glow. Mm-hmm. Hey, but 
Thank God she made that character because WWE wasn't giving her shit. She literally came up with that whole gimmick. So at Ooh, the end yeah. of the day, yeah. WWE, if you're not going to give me shit to work with. On your knees. Yeah. Jay likes uh, it too. Too far? No. Just a bit. Just a bit. No, it's Good, not. but you know, just, just a bit too far. Naomi still deserves better. <laughs> or release her, but guess what? You're not going to. Why? Because she's part of the freaking, uh, she's married to one of the Usos, so you won't dare touch her. Uh, but at the same time, you're not doing her justice either, oh, but whatever. She'll that's one of the things I wanted to talk about. I, oh, this is, it, it reminds me, because you mentioned the Usos. we're not finishing early. The, no, we're not. I wanted to talk about this. <laughs> uh, the John Moxley news that came out this week, of course, John Moxley going into rehab, we mentioned earlier, all that stuff. Mm -hmm. I cannot tell you the number of tweets I saw from WWE marks uh, that were bashing on Tony Khan saying, oh, this shows you how horrible the AEW thing is. This never would have happened if he'd have stayed in WWE. Are you fucking kidding me? It probably got, started because he was in WWE. Yeah. You've also got Jeff Hardy and Jimmy Uso uh, repeatedly having substance abuse problems in WWE, yeah. right? Um, That's it. You know, this, this 100% happens in WWE. Fuck off with that shit. This, you know, I... In the end, Tony Khan did everything that you can expect a boss to do. Once he right. finds out that there that there was a problem and you're trying to to uh, fix it, gives you the time to go do it. <clears throat> respectfully says, you know, hey, is there anything I can do? Do you do you want me to to hide this? I mean, because that's a simple fact: is Tony Khan didn't have to tweet out this. He could have just no, said, exactly. let's make a kayfabe storyline for this. Let's fil film a vignette yeah. in the back where Miro attacks you really or, quickly or, and injures or, you. You know, he did just have a really aggressive match against Preston Vance. Yeah. Say so he's Behavior been, he like that is find and suspended. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, there's lots of things they could do. Uh, in the end, he said, We're going to give you the time to go get better. Uh, we're going to let people know to send their well wishes and, and we're going to move on. But the simple fact is to try to pretend like this shit doesn't happen in WWE. Um, and, you know, I mentioned Jimmy Uso and I mentioned uh, Jeff Hardy, but they're not the only ones who've had substance abuse problems while in WWE. Yeah, Chico. Uh, yeah. Oh, Jesus. And then also Jake Roberts as well. Well, I mean, he's the old and... It, it was only it's, a few months ago we had... Substance abuse is a lifelong thing. Like, they... Fifty years from now, we're still going to be trying to encourage businesses to take care of their employees that have the substance. For sure, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, the simple fact is, we just a few months ago had the plane ride from hell episode of Dark Side of the Ring, and what mm -hmm. was the main factor in all of the problems that happened on the plane ride from hell? Liquor. Robe abuse. Oh yes. yeah, liquor. Not <laughs> robe abuse. I mean, the robe abuse well, came from yeah. the liquor. For trying sure. to fly helicopters. Yeah. I mean, yeah. In, in fairness, <laughs> helicopters don't fly this way. They have to fly this way. He should have laid on his back. Might have been able to fly. <laughs> I'm fucking speechless. 
technically, <laughs> if it's going this way, it's not a helicopter, it's a propeller. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> well, they were on a plane, so he's just trying yeah, to... Maybe, maybe he's trying to get them off the ground that way. Let's go! When cancel culture hits your podcast. <laughs> uh, uh, hmm. Hold on, we, just, we can fix it. Ric Flair, you're a douchebag for doing that. Yeah. yeah. Yes, 100%. And I will say, not in front of women in a locker room environment. It's kind of funny. <laughs> it kind of is. And you just ruined it again. <laughs> <laughs> no, for sure. In the right company. Like, when we're all there, right I do it with company. you guys. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Well, now I'm never coming over. <laughs> I mean, it's it's why I'm winning the pooing it all the time. <laughs> Shirt and no pants. Oh, it's how so much in between between bastards and winning we the beat. <laughs> Anyways, oh, on geez. that note, let's let's go ahead and wrap this up. Let's get limousine riding, propeller flying. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't need the jet planes. He needs the <laughs> propeller planes. <laughs> So, guys, knowing your lineup, the birthplace of flight. Oh, shit. Oh. We got we to end the podcast. So, the link is where? So, yes. Now, we didn't actually even talk about this, but Raw and Order is part of the Tatnus Co. Podcast Network. So, you can find the link to that in the Doobly Dudes. You for can now. head on over for there. Now. For, for now, yeah. We, we might not be a part of it after he hears this. I don't know. Um, but you can find the link in the Doobly Dudes. Go head over to tatnusco.com and check that out. Um, you can also, in the Doobly Dudes, find links to our Patreon page. Uh, you might need to start sending us some money because we might find ourselves, uh, you know, out on the street after this episode. <laughs> Who knows? Um, you can find our merch store where you can get a Pissant Podcast shirt or a Sasha Bear shirt or hat or whatever. Boston Bruins hoodies. <laughs> or one of those shirts for the next uh, show you go to. Um, shout Ooh, out maybe to... Maybe I'll get one of those shirts for Simple Plan or Offspring. Sure can. I, I don't know if you'll need all 16... I mean, I guess you just get like the stage hands to sign. That's in. it. I'll just get a. Hey guys, you want to feel important? Shine my shirt. Yeah, sign my sign my shirt. Are Are you the guy who runs the new microphone out after uh, after Offspring guy breaks breaks the That's... first microphone? Sign my shirt. <laughs> sign my shirt. <laughs> oh, uh-huh. do you have low self? Do you have low self esteem? Sign my shirt. <laughs> are you but, pretty dude, you guy? Sign my shirt. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, that being said, uh, I do want to give a shout out to Zello Pro because they were having uh, their um, uh, pay-per-view tonight or their show tonight, Any Given Sunday. I haven't heard the results of it yet, but I'm interested to see who won the uh, Jonathan Gresham and uh, Jordan Grace versus Laney Luck and GPA match. Um, uh, that could be a fun match to see. There's a lot of fun matches on that card, though, so... Anyways, also, um, in the very near future, we might also get to see a Jordan Grace versus Scarlett Bordeaux, uh, Braun Penny's hardcore match, which they made a joke out of on Twitter. And guys, it shouldn't be a joke, it should be something serious you should do. That sounds fire. (laughs) Well, I mean, here's the deal is, you know, just to put it out there, if you're the type of person who likes it, 
Scarlett Bordeaux did tease the fact that she might set up an OnlyFans, and oh, her fiance is all in it. Was all in for it. So you know, I mean, there's there's some options there. Could they actually do a hardcore wrestling match on her OnlyFans? Can she make that? A, I guess she could. Nobody got that. Nobody. But yeah, blink twice if you want to see it. Yeah. Yeah, you blinked, blinked a lot of times. <laughs> blink, 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 blink. Um, I mean, Jordan Grace has her uh, bikinis and barbells, barbells and bikinis website where she. Not to mention oh. just her Instagram. Like, yeah. She, you don't need OnlyFans if you have Jordan Grace's Instagram. <laughs> but. But so anyways, we'll go ahead and wrap things up, though. Uh, head on over to our merch store, all that stuff. You can follow us on the social media. You can follow me at Raw and Order WBU, just like it says at the bottom of there. That's going to be on Twitter and TikTok and Instagram and uh, most of the places, um, except yeah, if you want to find us on Facebook, use at Pissant Podcast. Uh, you can also just search for us that way. But, but anyways, you can follow D.A. Fabe at D.A. Vincent K. Fabe. Right there. Right there. Right there. Right there. I like the right way you there. do it right there. there. And you can follow JLB. <laughs> he pointed at I'm a whore. He pointed at I'm a whore. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So, JLB, you're a whore for sure. What's good <laughs> by the seashore? Anytime. Just come knock at my door. I got you covered with all the kittles and biddles and boots. Boy JLB, Justin JLB, at Justin JLB, sorry, at JLB420 on Twitter. Real Talk Radio is the brand, though, at Real Talk Radio 8, at Real Talk Online for the rest of the social medias, the Instagrams, uh, the Facebooks, uh, and all that. But, of course, if you do want to listen to the podcast, anchor.fm slash RTR, Spotify's, Apple, whatever have you, all there. So you can certainly check that out. Um, and... I might be a whore, but I am your whore, and uh, it's all good. It's all gravy. Back to you, Smarks. Awesome, uh-huh. awesome. Yep. But we'll go ahead and and wrap this up and close the book on the wrestling booking unit. Um, if you joined us for the live stream, thanks. If you didn't, are watching this or listening to this on one of the replays or on uh, podcasts, uh, we'd appreciate you joining us on the live stream sometime we uh should be back to our regular schedule every sunday night and tuesday night at 10 30 central um so we'd love to there's no halloween so we're good yeah we got no halloween and uh hopefully no more uh members or sick kids anymore so yeah uh here's here's hoping but on that (laughs) note we're gonna go ahead and close the book thank you all for listening we will see you soon yeah